Blog Talk Radio. almost a full year as of last April. The godmother of WFC can agree. Please welcome to the show, folks, the godmother of WFC and other fandoms, Granny Hulkster. Well, hello, B-Train. How are you? You know, Granny, I found some silver linings in WWE's Royal Rumble 2019 I mean, four hours and 53 minutes, that's a, that's a very long time to sit and watch. Yes, it is. And But they kept us captivated, so, I mean, I give them credit for that. However, Granny, the one underlining thing that all of us fans have witnessed, maybe we should look at the bigger picture. Maybe you should just turn the blind eye like um, Patriots um, Chiefs or Saints Rams because the reason why I titled – the title, what I titled it, is the Lesnar Patriot Syndrome. So if it ain't broke, let's just give the fans the same old formula of what we are accustomed to seeing for championship matches. I don't, you know, I'm proud of Finn Balor. I'm proud that he gave Lesnar a fight, a fit, you know, something that most people were not able to give Lesnar. But I... I'm starting to wonder, is it true, you know, if they say, are the matches rigged? Like, uh, 
Yeah, I believe so. It's it's. I never really used to think of this theory. Is the NFL rigged? Are the referees really turning a blind eye so that certain teams can get to championships? Are WWE officials turning a blind eye? I mean, Lesnar did not cheat, but it's getting irritating seeing the outcome of every single pay-per-view that he's involved in, and nobody wins a championship from him except for Bill Goldberg, and that was all the way back in 2017. Yes, that's right. So my question to uh, the WWE is, okay, so you gave us Becky. That's cool. You know, she worked really hard for the, you know, her spot, take uh, Lana's spot in the Women's Royal Rumble. But why is it, you know, the 50-50 booking syndrome? Like, why you give us one thing? And we had been pleading, beseeching, begging, pleading. Please tell me at WrestleMania, Hunter, or Stephanie, or whoever's in charge of the booking at WrestleMania, that you're going to get rid of the championship belt around Lesnar's waist because I'm sick of seeing the championship around his waist. That's true. I mean, it was a good pay-per-view, got a lot of action, good back and forth between Sasha and Ronda. Sasha was, you know, it's normal. I would feel distraught, too, if I got all the way to the top of the mountain and then got knocked down a peg. But uh, speaking of championships, Granny, the women's tag team championship match is going to be very, very interesting. I just saw a replay of Monday Night Raw, and I gotta say, Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross are teaming up together. Holy crap! Oh my yeah. goodness! Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that tandem and elimination chamber? I mean, <laughs> one wants to be weary of how the condition of her captain's hat is. The other one, I say this nicely: Nikki Cross is just misunderstood in my book. But, you know. I agree. Um, but, I, I, you know, speaking of Royal Rumble, Silver Linings, I about died laughing, Granny, when Hornswoggle was underneath the ring with Zelina Vega. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you asked to, you know, just stay under the ring. That was her strategy. And unfortunately, um, well... That strategy did not pan out for Zelina at all because um, there was a certain horn swoggle underneath the ring as well, as tiny as he is. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how quite to react to that. Um, now, the men's room had a few surprise appearances. They had Aleister Black. They had uh, Johnny Gargano. Um, oh, let's see who else. Eh. There, there was a few surprises, like Nia Jax, one of many women, or one of the few women who have appeared in the men's Royal Rumble history. So I don't know. Like I said, there's like to get back to the subject at hand, folks. You were asking somebody was asking me why the title Lesnar and Patriot. Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm sick and tired of seeing Tom Brady. In the fucking Super Bowl. I really am. I am sick and tired of seeing Brock Lesnar as WWE Universal Champion. So, will we get our wish at WrestleMania? Or are we going to have to keep, you know, suggesting things on podcasts so that it takes 10 months for it to be fixed? 
<coughs> I really would like to see a new champion at WrestleMania. We can only hope. I mean, now Granny's to the point where it's like, why even bother? Why even, why even have the attitude of optimism when it comes to, okay, here we have Finn Balor who gives Lesnar the fight of his life, and then he's tapped out in the center of the ring, and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, uh, gee, I, I don't, I have. I have now the question mark in front of my face, in front of every fan's face. What is it going to take for us to get through to you? Raw's doing fine. It's doing better than it was. I mean, there's less promos. There's more action. That's what we wanted. That's uh, true. Still, yeah, there's still one underlying problem. The champion through which it is represented by is not really... I mean, the fans are legit booing him. Is it because you guys want somebody big on the marquee so that you can put Lesnar's face with Rollins? I mean, is Rollins going to be the the beast slayer? Is that going to be... Is that why you chose Seth Rollins? I don't know. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder because my question and your guys' ability... To give the fans what they want. Okay, so fans what they want. Okay, so you gave us Becky. One out of two is not bad, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna steal a line from Hurricane Helms. So Lesnar's champion after a year and a half. What's up with that? I don't know, but I, you know, I was kind of surprised that uh, Brock Lesnar made another appearance last night on Monday Night Raw. Wow, that's two weeks in a row. I mean, come on, guys. I, 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 I'm amazed at that. Granny, I think they're forcing him to because it's just to shove it to the fans who are saying stuff on their podcasts or fans who've been saying it in general on social media. I think it's just because if you want us to pay you type thing, you better show your ass up. I don't know the inner workings of a wrestling meeting. I know a little bit, not about WWE, but... I think it was along the lines of if you do not show up, then how are we going to afford you $12.5 million on your salary? And no, I'm not making this number exactly. up. Exactly. This, this exactly. is actually on Forbes.com, yeah, on Forbes.com through which Lesnar is paid $12.5 million per appearance. So if he even if he wasn't showing up, he was making six and almost, yeah, 10.5, 2018. So I would love the job of which he had last year which was only showed up 21, 22 times out of the busy WWE schedule. Unfortunately, folks, Roman Reigns had to relinquish the Universal Championship due to the fact that he admitted to the world, by the way, you know, I have some uh, bombshell drop, I have leukemia. So that was hard for us to swallow, because hard pill for us fans to swallow because... Roman Reigns is getting booed out the building. I don't care, dude. Like, that's besides the point. Okay. I get it. WWE has to do the things the way they do. I'm not getting in the way of creative or booking. I'm just questioning your guys' morals. Are you doing this to prolong the suffering of fans until WrestleMania? Because after WrestleMania, Granny, I, and other fans of the WWE Universe would like to breathe. Oh, yes, most definitely. Because if you guys prolong it at WrestleMania, I'm just going to say, well, I give up. 
I just so I don't know how. Be trained. I. I I saw this on social media last night, or I might have seen it actually this morning. I noticed Dean Ambrose was getting ready to start saying something before he was rudely interrupted by Nia Jax <laughs> and Tamina. Yeah. But uh, I read where uh, there's talk of him leaving WWE after WrestleMania 35. Now, is there also rumors of him checking out the new wrestling company? I mean, because that's what they're saying. Um, what's your opinion about that? I mean, I don't have anything to or any wherewithal of what Ambrose is thinking, but seeing as how WWE has given him the Intercontinental, the tag team in the United States, and the World Heavyweight Championship, I feel on this opinion of Ambrose leaving the company, it's a good possibility. It's not a for sure. But yeah. the thing is how they're doing with them right now, I mean, it's a very good possibility that he's looking into seeing AEW because AEW is already equipped with, uh, let's see, Omega, Jericho, Johnny Mundo, Ivelisse Filet, Sakari Valet. Um, they've got a ton of people in AEW that could make up a very good group, and a Ziggler may or may not be leaving as well. So there's a lot of possible leaving the companies. Some people are saying that Ambrose is leaving. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the mindset is for Mr. Ambrose, but what I do know is that if what he's been put through, what he's going through. Yeah, Nia Jackson erupted Ambrose. That's funny. She got taken out by Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton. She did eliminate Mustafa Ali. You know, it's funny. I just... That's a different story. Nia Jax likes to stick her nose in, in people's business, like, oh, you know, breaking Becky's nose. People said it was intentional, not intentional, but this is, is not about Nia. Ambrose leaving the company. Hmm. I I just want to say wherever he goes, I'll watch because uh, personality-wise, I like wrestlers that are a little off their rocker or, as I like to put it, misunderstood. And if he goes to AEW, my opinion is good luck. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best, dude. You're... One of my favorite wrestlers because no one expects him to do anything. He's kind of the runt of the litter. And I'm pretty sure he's going to, if he does leave at the end of WrestleMania, he's leaving on good terms and look what he's done. Aside from the Shield, he had a pretty good indie, you know, independent run. Uh, he was the Intercontinental Champion. He did win the World Heavyweight Championship. He beat AJ Styles which is very hard to do now. Um, he just, you know, Dean's a fighter. So wherever he goes, you know, good luck, man. If you decide to stay, cool. If not, you know, wherever you are, man, I'll watch. Very true. Very well put. Because I, I know some people so, are like, well, if you lose. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, uh, no, I was just going to say, so what did you think of my pictures that I sent you from the weekend? I thought that was pretty neat. I saw Ron Simmons in there. Yes, and Tony Atlas, and 
And I tell you, that girl Scarlett, she used to wrestle up in Kansas for a federation that I have some very good friends that wrestle at. And now she wrestles for Brian Nobbs at Legends of Wrestling. And uh, she says, I know that name. She says, you are famous in Kansas, Granny. And I tell you, Ron Simmons, he signed my picture to a real fan. And he says, Granny, he says, I got to tell you something. He says, we don't have real fans anymore like you. I mean, back in the day, you know, yes, I mean, we love the fans like you. And I mean, he gave me a very, I was very humbled by the compliment that he gave me. I mean, very humbled. I mean, he was amazing. And Tony Atlas was amazing. I mean, 75 years old and the size of his arms on him. So I was totally amazed. Well, what Ron said, Granny, is like you seldom get fans now that get into the show. Uh, you seldom get fans to get off their feet and actually interact with the workers, you know. Some fans are still busy on their phone, and I, you know, if it's a bad match or if it's, like, boring me off my ass, then, yeah, I'll be on my phone just messaging, saying, hey, I'll meet you at the concession stand, or I will uh, meet you after the show is done because I live in New York, so I can easily hop on a train and go from place to place. The point is, what Ron said to you is very true because... It's very, very rare now that fans will get in a wrestler's face or they they cheer as loud as they can at the top of their lungs. Not saying that every wrestling fan does not get into the show, but come on now. There are just a ton of examples that I could give you guys, okay? You know, like if, if a heel, you know, goes in the crowd, they specifically seek out Granny because Granny will get in their face. Not only that, but she'll give them the what for. And you need that as workers because so often, man, you go through a show and nobody's paying attention. Granny's one of those people that she does pay attention. I love doing what I do, fans, and I, I, and I have fun doing what I do. And that's very rare now because of the fans do now. They just sit and bitch, you know, on a podcast or they sit and bitch on social media about why their favorite wrestler got screwed. And it's like, no, no one got screwed. Some just unfortunate accident just occurred or happened because you didn't like the outcome. So now you have power being cyber warriors or what it's called, the keyboard warriors. And you argue with other fans and groups. Granny... She goes to a show, she likes to enjoy the show, have a good time, and just just sit back and be entertained or enjoy the magic that is a wrestling show. That's, that's what I'm pretty sure Ron said to a true fan because with every sentiment, man, you cannot – I mean, it's seldom you run into a true fan that actually can convey emotion, show, show the wrestlers why she is at the show. Now, again, it's not about her fans, but it's more or less an appre- a token of appreciation. 
Well, I was, I, I, you know, it was just an, a true honor for me to get to meet those gentlemen. And I had to laugh at Tony Atlas. We were getting our picture with him. And I was trying to get him in the middle between me and my husband. He says, no, darling, I got to stand on the end. We're going to put you in the middle. He says, you got black and white and plenty of loving all night. <laughs> so wow. he was. they were amazing. They were absolutely amazing. Um, I loved it. So it was just absolutely wonderful. I'm just, I'm just glad, Granny, because, you know, seldom fans get pointed out for being true fans, and it's nice that Ron pointed that out to you. Oh. So, and it was funny when I had him I'm, when I had him sign my original Granny shirt. And and I said, well, just find an empty space. You can find one. And he says, it doesn't matter who else's names are on here. What's important is you have all of ours. (laughs) Oh. So. Pulling out laundry here, folks. And no, I'm not talking about flags for the Patriots players or special treatment for Lesnar. I'm actually pulling out laundry. Oh my god. Okay. Alright. So to pull out the important crap. Here's what I'm gonna say. It was amazing, like Granny said, to see a mirage. As we saw Brock Lesnar last night on Monday Night Raw. F five uh Seth Rollins three times as Rollins tried to curb stomp but missed. Of course Heyman comes out there and I forget. Oh, yeah, it's before that sequence, before Baron Corbin beat Kurt Angle and before, oh, I don't know, chaos ensued on Monday Night Raw, which hasn't been said in quite some time about the red brand. <laughs> but, Granny, I don't know. I To pick on someone that just won the Royal Rumble, I mean, the champion showing himself again, you know, Let's pick on someone that's already wounded. So that's how Lesnar rolls. That's right. Okay, we get it. So that's how you roll. That's fine, Lesnar. I mean, in Mania 35, in my backyard in New York, well, technically New Jersey, because MetLife Stadium is East East Rutherford, you're going to see, I mean, the main event may or may not expand, but... Sorry, folks, for the background of the phone noise, but basically what you're going to see or hear is loudness from the crowd because Becky Lynch goes one-on-one with Ronda Rousey, if I'm not mistaken. Did Ronda threaten Becky Lynch? She said, if I wanted to, I could kill you with my bare hands. Granny, I got a post question. I mean, did that did that sound like a threat to you? Well, it, yeah, it, it did. I mean, I was like, I mean, I had my TV muted because I was actually on my other podcast on Attitude Air Live, so I had it muted. But I was reading lips, and it was like, yeah, that sounded like a threat, you know, so. I mean, I'm not questioning it. It's TV. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. 
Rhonda threatened Becky. We've heard worse, folks. <laughs> We've heard <laughs> icon, granny, me, every big swing. We have heard worse on Monday Night Raw. So I'm not I'm not shocked. I'm just kind of like, okay, so she can threaten people on national TV. All righty then. Good to know, fans. Good to know. And, you know, aside from that marquee, the Women's Tag Team Championships folks at Elimination Chamber in three weeks. The qualifying matches, uh, let's see. So far, we've got the Riot Squads, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan versus, uh, well, Nia Jax and Tamina that are part of the Raw side of things. The SmackDown Live qualifying matches for the Women's Elimination Chamber match will be tonight, Eastern, my time, 7 Central, Granny's time. I'm interested, Granny, because those tag titles look very unique. I wonder if if they would be considered uh, the same show because or would it be to the respective brand that holds them because it's got Raw and SmackDown Live competitors and now everything is co-branded. So, yeah, I wonder if they're going to have the same situation when Chris Jericho was a part of uh, WWE where he defended the title on both shows. Very possible. Very possible. I very, mean, at very least we got that going for it. And also the Elimination Chamber features a lot of title matches. I wonder also if the Universal Championship will be put on the line. I don't know. It's neither here nor there, but Granny there's just a lot of things that interest me for the time being. And one of those things is, okay, like, uh, will Lesnar defend his championship at the Chamber, or are they going to keep him looking pretty, like they did last year? I don't know. I I I really don't know the answer to that one. It's it's hard to say what's going to happen on that one. We don't know, folks, but in three weeks, there's a lot of pay-per-views that lead up. Well, actually, two pay-per-views that lead up to WrestleMania season. If you haven't already done so, there are, believe it or not, tickets still available for WrestleMania. You can visit WWE.com. The link to Ticketmaster is right on there. Or you can go to TickPick.com where they do not charge you, you know, the fees that other sites do. And I'm not joking, folks. TickPick.com, the world's number one ticket-selling website in the world. StubHub would probably be number two because they charge you fees up the ass. Trust me from experience, they are a good company, not to badmouth the company, but if you're looking for Hall of Fame tickets, Granny, they even even have they even announced anywhere on the website who's going into the Hall of Fame? Uh I have not seen anything definite yet. Um I, I really haven't, which so, is really kind of odd because um, don't they usually start announcing this by now? I think they're probably going to do it the two weeks, you know, before, or at least the one week before Chamber because there's probably a committee that decides who's going in and who's going, or, you know, whatever, you know, votes and whatever. It's kind of a weird system. Kind of like how they do the – it's way different than how the NFL chooses their Hall of Fame uh, WWE's folks is normally around this time, which is very, very odd. Granny's right on that. So 
there's that. If you want to go to WrestleCon, you can go to our video or highspots.com, or you can type in a search engine on Google WrestleCon to check out former WCW, WWE, ECW superstars. Some of their autograph signings are for $20 or less. You can meet superstars like Jazz, Tommy Dreamer, Ron Simmons, Eric Bischoff, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was at uh, inaugural WrestleCon last year at New Orleans. It was a really nice dude. Uh, Shawn Michaels was there last year as well. And superstars will be by choice. <clears throat> you must pay in advance for the big name superstars. You must also follow the instructions at the day of WrestleCon, which will be WrestleMania weekend. There will be several different organizations there, like Ring of Honor in Japan, and maybe the future AEW. I do not know, but more to be announced about that. If you have any questions, you can message me on Wrestle underscore Radio on Instagram or Wrestle underscore Radio at Gmail dot com for further questions. All right, regarding WrestleCon, because I've been several years in a row, folks. Also. Granny, I find it odd that they haven't even announced who's going to be at Access, so this is all probably going to come together probably around February, like the middle or, you know, whenever. Um, for those of you wanting to go to Wheel-Rama or whatever it's called for World of Wheels, um, that should be the middle of February when they decide who's going to be there for signing autographs. You are limited to only one. One or two, depending on what type of uh, pass you get. The last year's was AJ Styles. Uh, the year before that was, I believe it was Daniel Bryan. The uh, year before that, I believe, was Roman Reigns. So there's a lot of signings, folks, in New York, of course. You can go search under who's going to sign whose autographs. I'm going to probably you know, look around to see where I can get signings and pictures. You will see a ton of that. On our social media on Wrestle Radio Network. That's the form of advertisements I'm done today because I'm not done today. But uh, let me tell you, my my thoughts about Raw was it wasn't bad. It's just I have a lot of underlying questions for a lot of uh, for a lot of people. <clears throat> One of those questions is, will we ever see a new Universal Champion too? How well is Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox going to mix together? Because that's an interesting pair, to say the least. Yes, it is. Uh, Very interesting. (laughs) At the Women's Royal Rumble, you saw an alliance between Maria Kanellis, who's also on her way out, and people were griping and go, why didn't you cover Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis? Look, look. Guys, I cover what I cover. Because, here's the thing, what's up Australia, what's up UK, what's up Canada, what's up United States? I cover what I cover because if I cover six hours worth of shit, Granny would have to get offline, and I would just be babbling to whomever's listening. That's true. So, so yes, Maria and Mike Canellos are leaving. I don't know when, I don't know where, but if, you know, good luck to them, whatever. Same thing with uh, Ambrose, like I said earlier. I just, it's amazing to me how certain people are like, well, do you think they, do you think they dropped the ball? No, look, guys, look. WWE knows what they're doing. They've been in business for how long? 
very long time. So it's not to say that that's a direct shot at Ring of Honor or AEW or New Japan or anybody that competes against, well, WWE. It's to say wherever you guys go in your wrestling career, they should be grateful. Why? Because they're getting to what? They get to do what they love to do. They get to wrestle. So that's, at the end of the day, what I'm saying to you is, Ambrose is a great dude. He's a good. He was a good champion. Wherever he goes, best of luck. That's true, and we do wish him the best. And I mean, whatever his decision is. If if uh, Guerrero and Pillman were to have a love child, guess what, folks? Ambrose be the guy that I would pick as their love child because. He's he's got a cagey personality. He's very upfront. Like when he told Triple H, I kind of laughed, Granny, because he goes, "Are you going to the back to ask for your father-in-law's permission?" Oh, yeah, I, I like that too. That I thought that was funny. And then, and then all of a sudden, Triple H just get a ref out here. <laughs> yeah, Triple H didn't take too kindly to that, but I mean. It's fun to see him work against Rollins, but I feel like, in my humble opinion, Granny, that's kind of. I think Ambrose wants a challenge. I am not. I don't speak for him, but I think he wanted a little more than what he's getting, and I don't. I feel, in my opinion, that he wasn't from the time frame from a little tail. You know, when he came back from injury, he was not being challenged. They did not give him a measure of challenge because he's like, well, I already, you know, been in the world championship match. I've been in this type match, so what's the difference? To him, he wants somebody that he can, you know, just go the extra mile with. And I think, he, you know, in wrestling, you always want to be at the top of the mountain. He's already, I mean, folks, he's already been a, a world champion. He was on SmackDown Live. He was the Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Granny, his reign kind of just was lackluster because they're really, the crowd was really not into it, in some instances. I agree. <clears throat> so, I mean, Well, Granny's got some very busy schedules coming up. I oh man, I tell you, <laughs> just we've got wrestling for a cause coming up February ninth, and I'm looking forward to that. So he has uh, Kurt's taken some time off as an EV train. Hello? Hello. Hello. Sorry, oh. my phone dropped. Oh. It's weird. That's like okay. That. That's okay. No, I said uh, I was I was anxious about WFC coming up on February 9th. I'm looking forward to that. So, Granny has a very busy schedule ahead of her the next few months. So, it's going to be fun, but like he was trying to, well, <laughs> Granny gets another reign of terror, folks. Look out. 
But isn't Kurt's still taking some time off, is he not? Uh, to because I know he's been having that, some issues with some, yeah. So sciatic nerve that was pinched. So I, you know, my brother's gonna take some time off, and I don't speak for Kurt, but better than what Mr. Heyman would ever say to introduce his client. When my client heals, hmm. it's uh, suplex the world is going to be on the platter that he's going to be serving to each and every single one of his opponents. So good luck to you, fellas. I mean, a mad suplex cyclone or God of war or God of suplexes. I would not want to um, poke the bear, anger, the beast, um, ruffle Zeus's lightning bolts, if you will. Yeah, I wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, I know what Kurt can do healthy. I wouldn't want to make that man mad. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, folks, so when, when Kurt Gannon comes back, it's not only the year of Gannon, <clears throat> it's not the, just the year of Gannon, it is the year of suplexes. So I'm going to be all the more happy to see Kurt just have fun and, you know, just go on his uh, rampage, if you will. All right. So to continue what I was saying about Ambrose, folks, uh, it's unfortunate because I felt like, Granny, that his intercontinental title reign was a bit lackluster because the crowd, you could sense, was not that into what Ambrose was trying to convey to the fans. You know, it's like, come on, let's get into it. Me and Rollins used to be rivals or whatever they're trying to do. Fans just weren't catching on to it. And unfortunately, Rollins moved forward. And Ambrose was in the Royal Rumble, folks. He lasted a, a bit, but not too long. And then Ambrose came out and challenged Rollins, and Graves confirmed it. He said uh, the conversations that Ambrose and Rollins had while they were in the car were true. So, again, I wish nothing but the best for you, dude. Um, cool guy. Very, very probably easy to get along with. Um like I said, it's you know sometimes it's not your time yet, and maybe you can shine in other companies. It all depends. Did I lose you again, B Train? No, it's just contemplating on what oh. next to say because, oh. like, uh, <laughs> I I feel like I've been. I'm just like I said. Some people feel like they can, you know empathize with what Ambrose is going through where it's not your time. You're just trying to pick your spot and be the next big thing and be the next bright shining star. And guess what, man, it's not, it's not as easy as it looks when it's professional wrestling, especially like I said, look at Ambrose's resume. He's a former champion and I think he wanted bigger and better than that. I think like I said, Ambrose wants to test the waters. He's a guy that doesn't like to sit still. He always has to be moving, always has to be fighting. And I like that about him because I feel at least he's emotional. At least he tries to get into it. Um, before we close out the show, I just want to say Becky was all smiles because she's like, huh, I finally got under the skin of Ronda Rousey. And Like I mentioned earlier, We've heard worse on Monday Night Raw. Granny and I, we have had an an icon for that matter and Big Swing and other fans. We have heard worse. Where people have literally 
yeah, sexual innuendos, stuff that nowadays generation would throw a hissy fit over. We used to watch that shit in wrestling. Mm-hmm. What am I referring to, folks? Okay, China being bashed over the back with a guitar. Nicole Bass being bashed over the head with a guitar. Um, China being put inside a dumpster and thrown over the ramp. There's a lot of stuff that you, okay, Sable's hands, uh, the handprints on her breast at a pay-per-view. Mm. So that threat by Ronda Rousey was not as bad, my opinion. It, it just kind of caught my attention, Granny, because if Ronda wasn't really bothered, I mean, you could tell Becky did what she intended to do. She got under her skin. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Because if you notice, Becky didn't respond after Ronda walked out no. of the ring. I think Ronda, yeah, like Ronda looked at her and Becky looked back and she just had a big old grin on her face. Yep. Although and I think that was any. I oh. think that was Becky I think that was Becky's intention to play a little mind games with Rhonda. I really do. It worked. I mean, you saw the reaction of Ronda Rousey who just got in Becky's face and said, I was in the USC where women weren't supposed to flourish or succeed and it's like Wow, dude, all she said was I challenge you and now you just showing your true colors. So that tells me, that tells other people in the WWE universe, is Ronda kind of irritated or is she motivated? Is it both? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, folks. I'm just, I'm just so excited to see that one at WrestleMania 35. I don't know what other matches they're going to have, but it's going to be history made at MetLife Stadium. You can catch it live on the WWE Network, folks. Your first month is free. If you have not subscribed, Granny and I have the network. It's awesome. You can watch old matches from WCW, ECW, AWA, you know, USWA, WCCW, WCW, the Monday Night Wars. So, I mean, your first month is free. If you want to subscribe at WrestleMania, after that, your trial is $9.99. That's cheaper than any freaking fracking network. So, anyways... That's all I have for today, a Wrestle Radio <clears throat> Network Tuesday edition. If you'd like to catch more past episodes of Wrestle Radio Network, you can go to iTunes, look under Wrestle Radio Network. You'll find old and new. Download it is for free, folks. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it, and Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster has to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Dig it. Bye, Granny. Bye.
Like personality. 